0: It's 22 minutes past 7 o'clock. Joining us now in our studios is Superintendent of Schools, Dr. Matt Hillman. Dr. Hillman, thank you so much for coming in today. Good morning. Happy
1: Valentine's Day, everyone.
0: Yeah, it is Valentine's Day, so it's like a holiday. Don't at my house, day every day is Valentine's Day, so this is just another day of the <laughs> just, week. Just another day. The uh, school board met last night, uh, their first meeting in the um, first in February? Correct. Yeah, it is the 14th. Yeah, that would be right. Uh, and you discussed quite a few things. Why don't we start off by uh, you st- by talking about the professional development. Uh, you got what, a
1: mid-year report yesterday? So we reported to the board last night about uh, the mid-year activity, uh, sharing activity that we did with our professional learning communities. So professional learning communities, as many people in the community know, for 14 years now, we've... I had a late start on Wednesday mornings so that our teachers can get together and have intentional conversations about how their students are doing, what kinds of things can they do to support students and help them, what measurements will they use to know that they're being successful. What will they do if students aren't uh, mastering the content or the, the material that they're looking for? What happens if everybody's got it already? So it's really this very intentional opportunity for our teachers to get together, just like most people in their office have a a team meeting, right? Uh, A lot of offices have that every day. We have that ability once a week uh, to get teachers together at grade levels or departments, a variety of different ways to talk about students, their progress, and what we can do next for them. And we're very grateful to the community for the support of having that um, late start every Wednesday. We have 79 different professional learning communities that meet every Wednesday morning across the district. And this year we did something new. Um, In each building, uh, last Wednesday, we held what's called a gallery walk. So uh, if you think about what a science fair is, I mean, most people listening can think of a science fair that they've been to for a kid, you know, one of their children, a neighbor, um, a grandchild. That's essentially really what the gallery walk was. So each professional learning community produced some kind of artifact, a visual of some sort. Some of them looked exactly like a science fair presentation. And they shared what was their goal, what is their goal for the year? What are the specific strategies, you know, that they are working on to uh, try to help students meet that goal? Uh, What are their results mid-year? And what are they going to do next? So based upon reviewing their mid-year data, what are they going to do next? And we're really serious about making sure we're looking at our progress toward our goals on a frequent basis. We call that short cycle goal setting, Jeff, where we're looking, not just hey, at the beginning of the year, we set a goal, and uh, yeah, we'll look at it at the end of the year, see how we did. We're looking at where we're trying to get it into nine week increments where we're taking a look at this, and then at this mid year time, uh you know, all of the staff got together at each building, so I think there were probably twenty five or thirty of these at the high school, and then of course a few a few less at the elementary schools. All the staff gathered. And then each staff member was required to give feedback to five other uh, PLCs other than their own. So when we did the counting at the end of the day, each professional learning community in total across the district, there were one over 1,500 pieces of feedback. So if you think about our small administrative team, there's no way we could give that amount of feedback. We've had community groups come in and help us provide feedback to professional learning communities over the years. And again, that's arduous. But because we crowdsourced it, uh, you know, people got, we got over 1,500 different pieces of feedback to help improve uh, the student planning and learning process. So uh, really thank uh, Director of Instructional Services Hope Langston and her team, our building principals, you know, all of our uh, educators who participated in this. It was really a great celebration of learning at mid-year and looking for what's next.
0: Looking at 1,500 pieces of information, that's a lot to go through. It's a lot to kind of decipher what you know what's a what's a a doable uh, solution, and how long you know from your standpoint, where does that go to now? I mean, is it going to be a while before we get the
1: an action plan for that? So what has happened is that the feedback is most useful if it's specific and it's provided directly to the people who are working on those goals. So those fifteen hundred pieces of feedback are being filtered, and each professional learning community, all seventy nine of them they will get the feedback that was provided specifically for their PLC. So it's an example of um, we will look through it as administrators, but really it's for the PLC themselves. So because we used an online form, we we are able to filter that and provide that feedback directly to the people who the feedback was for. And so, Mm -hmm. again, the wonders of modern technology about how (laughs) we can quickly get that information to people. At the end of the day, these groups are trying to do their best for kids and be able to get feedback about that and take that into action very quickly is a very helpful uh, strategy.
0: You also heard last night from the uh, school resource officer the report uh, that they uh, gave.
1: Uh, what uh, what was that concerning? Yes, yeah, so uh, we had a report around our school resource officer uh, contract that we have with the city of Northfield. So right now, Gabriel Crombie is our school resource officer. He's been it for the last couple of years. Gabriel uh, has been with the Northfield Police Department for three years. Prior to that, he uh, worked with Rice County Social Services, so he has a social work background. So uh, Gabriel was there along with Chief Mark Elliott. And then our uh, assistant principal from Northfield High School, uh, Rico Boren, and Northfield Middle School assistant principal, Michael O'Keefe. And they talked about the uh, impact that the school resource officer has on their work uh, and on the work at school. So they really focused theirs around four different areas. They looked at the relationship, that uh, the special relationship and great collaboration that we have a long history of having with the Northfield School District and the Northfield Police Department, and how having that formal school resource officer contract allows us to have uh, just really a seamless communication strategy. Uh, they also talked about in more in-depth communication, about prompt support. Uh, When we do need uh, police officer support, having a school resource officer who's able to respond quickly and knows the system already is something that the assistant principals described as very helpful. And then, of course, there's an instructional component to that, and that is both direct instruction, like the Dare program uh, that all of our fifth graders participate in, or more indirect instruction when there's that more relationship-building opportunity between the school resource officer uh, and members of the school community. And so, all four of these uh, individuals got a chance to speak about, you know, what does it look like from the middle school perspective? What does it look like from the high school perspective? What does it look like from the police department perspective? What's a typical uh, day in the life of the school resource officer? And of course, there is no typical day. There's, you know, a tip, There's, there's a flow to the week, but, uh, you know, in, there's very few typical days in any school, let alone with a school resource officer. And there were some example. I'll give one example of um, that. Northfield Middle School Assistant Principal Michael O'Keefe gave that I think is a good example of how the tight communication really is helpful. So Michael gave an example of. Uh, how on a weekend evening, Saturday night, uh, he got a call from uh, Officer Crombie who had been involved in uh, hearing about an issue, a, a mental health issue that one of our students had had. And so typically over the weekend, in that kind of case, we may not have gotten any other information, but because there's that connection uh, that we have with the Northfield Police Department, Officer Crombie was able to get some information from mr o 'Keefe about you know what how to support this particular student and and then on Monday, our student services team was able to understand what had happened over the weekend and was able to be ready to support that student and their family immediately on monday morning and so it 's an example of how it 's not you know uh, Officer Crombie described his day as th- you know seven fifteen to three fifteen but also acknowledged that. Uh, There are times that we are talking to him in the evening, later at night, over the weekend in in an effort to really just make sure that there is that partnership and that collaboration uh, between the school district and and the police department. So uh, we appreciated the report. We've long appreciated the the relationship that we have had uh, with the Northfield Police Department. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, good story. Good story. Let's uh, shift gears here. Continue on with uh, the budget. Yeah, We're after the first of the year. You've got to get your budget by uh, midsummer, and uh, June 30th, it, the, yeah. the uh, process has begun in earnest.
1: Yes, and so last night the board heard a detailed presentation from Director of Finance Val Mertestorf and Director of Buildings and Grounds, Cole Nelson, about our operating capital and long-term facilities maintenance budgets. And this is the first budget that we do. They heard it last night. We'll ask them to approve that budget at the next meeting so that Cole and the Buildings and Grounds team can start executing contracts Uh, for some of the maintenance work that will happen over the summer. If you really think about it, there's a really short window for school districts to be able to complete maintenance projects when you don't have a school district full of kids, right? So that from the end of the day uh, on the last day of school, you know, all the way up to just a couple of weeks before the beginning of the school year, a lot of those projects happen. So Val went through um, operating capital and long-term facilities, maintenance revenue, just to recenter operating capital is uh, money that we're specifically able to use for equipment and facility needs. Um, School finance, we've talked about how there's some complication to it. This calculation is $79 per adjusted pupil unit plus $109 multiplied by our average building age. That's the calculation. In Northfield, that means we get about $221 per pupil unit uh, for the operating capital portion. Now, our capital projects levy, which uh, under the previous capital projects levy, it generated another $750,000 a year of voter-approved levy. Of course, we just passed uh, and. Uh, a renewal and an expansion of that in November. That will give us an additional around $900,000, but not until the 24-25 year. Long-term facilities maintenance revenue, that is something that's been in existence since 2016, a bill authored by Northfield High School and former state senator Kevin Dahl, a game changer for Minnesota schools. Uh, Essentially, at the end of the day, that is a calculation of $380 per pupil pupil unit, prorated, of course, based on your average building age. So 23-24, we are looking at revenues from those programs at 3.3 million, expenditures of 3.1 million, and just a few examples of the kinds of things that we do um, with those dollars. So, coming up in this coming year, uh, of course, we pay all of our technology leases from that. So, uh, our laptop computer and our student iPad leases those come out of that budget. So, there are some things that are just automatically in that budget each year. But for 23-24. Um, We're doing some really exciting things like replacing a 72-inch lawnmower. Um, People like to think that you have to do that, but you have to maintain the grounds. Um, We're replacing a riding scrubber. and That's really, again, to make sure that the flooring in our schools is maintained well and done in an efficient way. Uh, We have very few computer servers left on our campus, but we do have a few. And there's a, a, a new server that will be put into place. Um, on the long-term facilities maintenance side, we're going to be doing some building control upgrades at uh, Spring Creek, the District Office and Area Learning Center, and the Northfield Community Education Center. We have to do some interior door replacements. So you've got to replace things. We've got to take care of the facilities that have been entrusted to us. That's our core, uh, com- our strategic commitment to stewardship. So interior door replacements at the uh, NCEC and at the middle school. We replace some flooring every year, Jeff, because you've got to take care of these things year to year. Um, as everyone who is now knowing we 've got some asphalt repairs to do throughout the community. We do in our parking lots as well, so district wide asphalt repairs, and then um, our area learning center, the second floor of the district office, is one of the few places um, that was has not been uh, has not had uh, substantial upgrades in some time, so we're going to be doing some design process about looking at that second floor of the district office where the area learning center is located so that we are able to look at are we really providing the needs for those students in terms of the facility so those are just an example of a few things that will be used for that in the next year again not all exciting you know things that well it's not exciting but that's that is stewardship in action jeff
0: yeah that uh there's a lot of stuff, and that's just the the
1: tip of the iceberg, a new floor scrubber, who would have thought yeah. Well, we need to maintain what we have and yeah, taking absolutely. care of those is important, and being able to do it efficiently is really important as well. Superintendent Matt Hillman is with us. We're talking about last night's uh, uh school board
0: meeting. anything else that was uh, happening last night you'd like to mention
1: so i I would just uh ask folks to pay attention here in the in the next few weeks as. I've talked about on the show many times, you know, we are experiencing declining enrollment. And so, declining enrollment in reality for Northfield schools, it's a combination of lower birth rate, which we know is happening across the country, and then also just a lack of housing in our community. This year, we have 245 fewer students than we had in 2018 19. What that means is in just four years, we have $2.45 million less in revenue. Now, 245 students sounds like a lot, but when you spread it out over 13 grades K-12 and uh, they don't all leave in nice neat buckets where you can say oh we had 100 kids leave this grade we can reduce the staffing in that area and everything will be fine that's not the way it works so anytime you do some budget adjustments because of declining enrollments it's, it's, it can be tough uh, we did make reductions last year for two years we're gonna have to make some additional reductions it really is uh, related to Declining, again, if you had $2.45 million less in revenue than just a few years ago, but you have a similar amount of services that you need to offer, that's a pretty challenging, uh, challenging situation. I've talked many times about inflation, did a calculation that I want to share with you, Jeff. If the, st- if the state had kept the formula, the basic formula with inflation since 1990, if they had just kept up a little bit at a time, we'd have $6.7 million more in our revenue budget today. Think about that for a minute that 's the power of the cascading uh, inflationary pressures that we 've had over the years, and then we 've talked many times about the special education cross subsidy that 's about five million dollars a year we pay from our general fund on required but morally imperative services that the state and federal government have not lived up to their promise of full reimbursement for those uh, pieces so a couple of other parts with it is that we will be we have a calendar that 's coming out with the budget process i 'll talk more about that next week when I come in to talk with Uh, rich next tuesday uh, and just want to make sure that people are aware that we'll be um, going through this process again we won't have the same very large committee that we had last year we really used that committee last year of over 70 people to be able to give us a few years worth of priorities and so uh, people will be able to see some of the budget recommendations here in the next few weeks and uh, people will be able to see the budget calendar on our website sometime later this week
0: superintendent hillman is with us we are about out of time but we want to thank you so much for coming in on a valentine's day have a wonderful valentine's day and uh we also uh coming up thursday you'll be leaving our you i think tomorrow you're actually leaving yes. for san antonio for the superintendent of the year award is it a banquet that,
1: uh... uh no it's a it's it's part of the conference it's the national okay. conference on education so aasa is taking care of all the costs for me to attend that and uh, so, yep, fly out tomorrow, and then uh, we'll the superintendent of the year uh, awards ceremony is on Thursday afternoon. And um, of course, as you've mentioned, you know I'm a finalist for the national uh, honor, and we'll learn about that on stage sometime late Thursday afternoon. We wish
0: you the best of luck, and
1: uh, uh, well. Just uh,
0: enjoy yourself down there. Enjoy the uh, time you spend in a little bit warmer climate, and we'll talk to you when you get back. Sounds good. Thanks, Jeff. Mm -hmm. Superintendent Dr. Matt Hillman. 95.1 FM and AM 1080, KYMN, Northfield.